Turn me up. Turn me up. And just like that, it's Tuesday. Shout out to my homegirl who made me think about this song. Let's go. <laughs> I'm talking about that futuristic love. Are you with it? Listen, when I first heard that, cuz I want to Elroy you, I laughed so hard because I knew what he was talking about. Like, I want to dog that thing. Man, I would laugh. I knew you slayed that too. I was laughing so hard. How many Many times? moons ago. Mm, what were you doing? Were you letting somebody Elroy you? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was in that thing, giving it a future. No, you weren't. What's up, baby, dog? Are you when did crazy? that song come out? You weren't. Are you crazy? When did that song come out? It don't matter when it came out. What, what is that song called? Futuristic, futuristic love. love. What's wrong with it? I was Elroy Jetson, man. What do you mean? I was in that thing. It probably came out 2007, if I had to guess. Am I right? Yeah, come you on, were man. not in this thing. Music trivia. When did it come out? 2009. <laughs> what happened a year later? What, what was I doing a year later? Elroy Jackson. What was I doing a year later? Come on, tell them. Tell them. You don't want to see other people. It's an audio Shut experience up. for some of you who are not on YouTube. And if you're not on YouTube, subscribe right now if you are. If you are listening to the audio expedition, welcome back. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I am joined by my very special host, Indy Marie. I remixed that and I realized that I, said, over the I last... think maybe you should just figure out something else to say. Because yeah, for the what, past well, couple listen. episodes, you keep messing it up. Maybe you just tired of saying it. Well, You've listen, maybe I haven't said it for, for many, many of years, like four years now. Well, so. maybe, okay, we haven't had a live podcast show in All a right. while. All right. And this now February. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I think this coming up February uh-uh. will I be five it's... years. Oh, it's too long. No, so playing. we'll we have to it. do something. Big special for February. Big for big. five years on the podcast. Five years. I doubt we'll be able to squeeze anything in this year. Because I, if I was originally thinking, let's just do another um, holiday. That's soiree. what I was going to get to. I was thinking, but I don't about think that. we should do another holiday. Why not? Soiree. Because I think we should just wait and no, do something no, 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 no. around no. Valentine's Day. Y'all let us know what y'all for want. our five years. Let's do both. How about that? Let us know. No. What if we do something small, right? Because uh, then we're going to be doing two things soiree. in Nashville. Don't matter. No. The holiday soiree was an amazing... Uh, that was uh, not a win my best live show. Uh, it was good. It was good. But the best one, I think, was the last one, I think. Yeah, when we announced the pregnancy. The most entertaining one was the last one. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about the things that were But both of those said. were good shows. Listen, man. Live shows are where I thrive. I, I would prefer to do the podcast live every week. It would be that much more spectacular. But, um, yeah, if somebody can, you know, maybe get paid to do it every week, one, one day, that's the goal. Um, live in front of a studio audience. Every time we go out, we have people tell us, keep doing the podcast. This past weekend was um, MTSU's Homecoming. Talk about it. And we are still regaining energy from all of the energy that we gave out this weekend. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. We had a good time. Mm -hmm. But Barry and I literally kicked it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. 
Um, but every time we go somewhere, even like, so Thursday wasn't homecoming, but it was a Dave Chappelle show. And even when we were there, you know, someone stopped us and would shout out to the home um, who was in line at the burger, Two at the people. burger stand. Um, yep. you know, they mentioned the podcast to us. So every time we go somewhere now, we have somebody mention the podcast to us, which is great. Cause that means we've grown significantly yeah every time and then like over the past weekend their homecoming all the love that you guys showed saying how much you enjoy it saying how much we pop up on your feed um even if you just watch the clips thank you <laughs> i appreciate it. it takes time i am a one man show she's beautiful by the way don't get it twisted she sits here she gives enlightened conversation she gives more mature thoughts than me but after she does that, she leaves. I do. Her work is he absolutely done. He does all the done. work. But he knows that I don't like doing this kind of stuff. Anything. I don't like doing this do kind of this, stuff. She has nothing um, to do with it. So he edits. Clips. He does sounds. the video, the sound. Like It's crazy. And I'm but I'm say, not a techie girl. Like You would probably <laughs> think that I was 50 years old in the tech world. I'm not a techie girl. Okay? Y'all, before we got on the mic, I'll be honest. <laughs> I told her, and I thought she was going to get mad. If you've been watching the clips... Every clip, she's like this. <laughs> she has forgotten about talking in the microphone, and she wants to talk to y'all, which I appreciate her wanting to talk directly into the camera. But my girl, well, wants, that's for my YouTube people. She'll get right up in your face, so that y'all understand. Yeah, she'll get right up in what your I'm face. But anyway, thank everybody. I Man, I'm talking about front to back, like shit. You got we should we got show love, and I don't ever want to you know let it go unnoticed how much we appreciate it. So y'all are the truth, you know what I mean? And we gonna keep doing it. That's what a lot of y'all keep going. We will. What makes you think I'm going to stop? <laughs> I love it. I'm going to keep knocking you over the head with these sounds. You understand me? But You're talking so aggressively. Because I want people to know. We ain't stopping. We the best. I got DJ Khaled energy deep down. It's a Shador. I don't have my watch on right now. But anyway, <laughs> the buffs lost. That was a random thought. can't believe they got beat by Oregon. I can't believe that. But like Prime said, Coach Prime, this is the worst we're going to be. It's only going up from here. So. Lost some money. That's why I'm kind of depressed about it. Spent a lot of money this weekend. So what's, what's the bad thing about homecoming? You come back and you're feeling good. Boy, you want to spend all the money, buy all the booths, you go out to eat every day. It's like a vacation um, in your own hometown. And, you yeah. Know, tough to yeah. figure out. Tough thing to figure out. But it was, it was a good time. So, But regardless, like we said, thank y'all. We're going out again Monday. If you're outside Monday. Come holler at us and never when you see us, don't say, oh, this is awkward or don't say I'm sorry. Just show love. Man, I fuck with you. I listen to the pod. <laughs> I just want y'all to know. And I'm going to show you love. Like I told y'all, every time if you tell me you listen to the podcast, I'm going to get you something every time I'm out. If I'm at the bar, you're going to get a drink. Unfortunately, this is my soul. I got to do it. I don't know. Except that unless, it's, unless, unless it's like a group of y'all. If it's a group of oh, y'all, then only not. one of y'all gets the drink. Y'all better share. Everybody sip and pass it. <laughs> sip and pass. A communion, perhaps. <laughs> communion. Anyway, man, we had to be back. Sorry about last week. Uh, my mom and my grandma came in town. And, you know, we would. It was just too much going on. Yeah. We just had too much going on last week. And then she got a little <clears throat> in her throat. Not me. Pause. You know, but. I had a sinus infection. There you go. Yeah, that was that was tragic. It was hippo. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't say even, that. You know, I could even turn up the way I wanted to turn up because I had damn sinus infection. And then look, so 
right, transparent. This Shout out to antibiotics because you know I'm a natural girly, but I needed I needed the antibiotics this time. Let's go ahead and get into it. That's I'm laughing because I know what I'm about to say. All right, so then boom, she got sick, and I'm like, oh man. Every time you know it's, it's Tom coming, she about to have that stuff on. She about to be looking good, maybe no panties when she goes out. So I know I'm gonna get to undressing. And I thought about it. She coughing, <laughs> sniffing everywhere, and I'm like, man, ugh. Like, do you really have or make love with your woman when they're sick? Like. Do you bypass that? I do. I don't really care. As long as you're not sneezing, I can deal with a little cough penetration. But sneeze penetration <laughs> is a little bit different. Like, nobody wants you to sneeze on them. Coughing, if you co cover your mouth <clears throat> a little bit, you're cool. And then, no, wait, you know, he talking about me being sick during homecoming. So I just want y'all to know that I didn't have nothing that was contagious. And if you, no, she if you sick, come she home... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick from homecoming. You did not nah, get it from nah, me. She, <laughs> okay. She wasn't sick. I was sick at the it. beginning of last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at all that to be said, you were still a little sneezy at night. Like yeah. the later it like, got. Like, you know, when you get like a cold or a sinus infection, it's like that tail end of it. If yes. you just can't kick. Speaking like that, of tail that end. Link, then just he's talking about like that, I, that postnatal drip that causes <laughs> that cough. Postnatal you know. drip. <laughs> Oh, uh, but like I just said, speaking of tail end, I was trying to get the tail end of her all weekend. Like, who's about to go down? Coughing, sneezing at night. I'm like, man, here we go. So much so that my one of my partners came in town. I'm not gonna tell you who, but it's my guy. And we were talking. He was like, uh, he was like, man, be loved. You can get the honey pack at the vape store. I never had one before. You know what I'm saying? I told you I'm an advocate of anything that's going to enhance the um, sexual eruption, the experience. So like, I'm going to give you a honey pack because you're talking about it really good right now. Don't even worry about it, B-Love. I'm going to get you one. You hit me back. And I'm gonna when I see you, I'm going to give it to you. Boom. Got me one. I took it. I'm going to be real. He ain't really do nothing, man. You my guy. Love you to death. He ain't do nothing. What? It didn't do anything for me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's an illusion. But when it was, was it? good. It did taste good. Oh, speaking of it, it Friday, and we didn't even do anything Friday. Like it was no whoopee, no love making happen Friday. But the reason why it didn't happen on Friday is because for oh. one, so I'm everybody's babysitter. I went out with my homegirl, Dominique, she came in town. This what my up, Dominique? girl. Dominique was probably one of my first college what friends. What up, though? And I had kicked it with her during homecoming in a long time. That's a fact. It's a fact. Dominique likes to shut the party down. That's real. And I don't blame her. And she's been like this since college. If she I pay my money, I want to close down. the club. I don't like to shut the party down. I like to be tiptoeing out at least an hour early before the party ends. Okay? Can I stop so, you? Fellas, if you shut the party down... Um, and you don't have a woman to go home with, you just wasted your time and your money. But that might that might not be the reason why you shut the party down. But I'm gonna get to that later. I don't know. Well, so I was like, I'm leaving at one. And she so one o'clock came, she was like, We leaving already. And I was like, compromise, 1.30. <laughs> and we out. The party in there too. I don't want to be in here when the party in there too. I don't. So 1.30 came, I was like, time for us to do. Yeah. So, you know, it still takes you a long time. Once you decide you're going to leave, 
and you at one end of the party, you got to make it through the crowd and to get to the door. Dap you got to stop and huh? Bye, good, see you. Show see you tomorrow. Love, you know. So we finally get to the car, make it home. We get home, it's almost 2 a.m., right? I walk up. I get in the house. The problem with kids. I walk up the steps. And there his mommy is walking in the hallway with Shiloh. And Shiloh is wide awake. Turned up. TT. And I'm just like, what's happening here? TT. So <laughs> me and Shiloh, we sit up for an hour just talking and looking at each other. Okay. <laughs> I breastfed her. She still didn't go back to sleep. We just talking and looking at each other. He's texting me. There's a situation that has happened at the end of the party. Another reason why I don't like to stay at parties to the end. I'm getting okay? there. Okay? I, like, I like to get out while, while everything is good. That's my relationship. So, you know, I'm trying to make sure he's making it at home okay. And then he leaves the party. Now, we're on the phone talking. At this point, it's past 3 a.m. He finally gets home. It's 3.30 and then he's talking again. By the time he gets in bed, baby. It's four o'clock. No legs open for your boy. <laughs> because you know your adrenaline is so high after a, after an event, after a point. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to come home and get loose. Hey, let me see it get loose. That's what I was ready to do. However, I had some peripheral things to do immediately after the party because that's the type of person I am. And um, when I got home, like, legs was closed, buddy. The shop was shut down. The shop had closed. I had pink curl in my hair. My bonnet was on my head. The honey pack, yeah, you know, it, it came and went by that time. But I didn't take one. Um, so What time did you take the honey pack? He told me to take it before I get to the party so I could be in my zone. I'm like, bro, I'm always in my zone. I'm always ready. And then I did what it said on the back of the pack. I read the instructions. Take the whole thing and then down two glasses of water. But it did say do it 20 to 40 minutes before you get ready for the, the, the live show. Um, but I did it like before I got to the party. Like, man, you're going to be float. You're going to feel good. Like, boom, boom. So I did. Man. <laughs> it don't taste good. It tastes like, like honey. Like. The bee pollen honey. Sound like you he just said you take your unnecessary drugs. There were no drugs. Chill. It's natural. Raw honey. That's what it is. So we got some raw honey downstairs. If that if raw honey is supposed to make you want to have sex, I mean, you could have just took a tablespoon of what we had oh, downstairs. Let's back up a little bit. Nothing. I don't need anything to make me want to have sex. I have taken the raw honey. I bet I to, could guess who told you to take don't it. Don't worry about it. I could probably it. guess don't who told you to take it. Don't you even start naming names and calling names and putting people business is hipper. Simple. Business out in the street. However, I don't eat. It's just like, bro, why not enhance the experience? Like, why not? If you do the same thing, and I don't do the same thing, but if you do the same things over and over again, like, enhance. Everybody wants more money. Everybody wants a good time. Everybody pays to enhance experience. When you go to the club, what do you do? You pay for VIP. You know why you pay for VIP? One, because you want to be comfortable. Two, because you want to enhance experience. So why, when I'm in VIP, very important. Why can't I? 
why can't I enhance the experience in the VIP section? So that's what I was trying to do. Sit the bar and put it at another level. I'm always trying to increase the experiences when I'm in VIP. Now let you figure out what the P means later on. Talk to him, B-Love. You know, let me just say, I got something to talk about real fast. And speaking along the same set, same sentiment, what do you do if your partner likes to talk dirty and you aren't good at it? Like, what if I'm like, I'm, I'm really, not good at talking I dirty. I popped it, pack, I'm in that honey mood. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? When I get home, I'm finna bust them cheeks, make that thing ski, and then put you to sleep. What you gonna say back? Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, kind of, I'm like silly in that regard. So if you say something like this, it's probably gonna make me laugh. <laughs> so like, I've never been like a like a um, a dirty texter, a dirty, dirty texter, dirty, dirty talkster. Like I can see a naked picture. That's pretty much where it ends and where it begins with me. It's all gonna I be a steal really shot. No, nothing else with it. I don't Here. really have no. Um, but maybe I should figure that out because, you know, we've been married for a long time. We're going to have to start switching it up. I say it's watch. That's switching what I'm saying. Some, some new shit up in here because That's we've been together for a long about. time. That's what I'm talking about. So with the dirty talk. So like, we, what we said, we said we're going to be, we're, we're in a couple months, we'll be nine years married. So next nine. year, we try, we're, we're really already trying to plan for the 10 year. And... I don't know. We should go into the new decade of marriage with, with some new tricks. And some tips new experiences. And stuff. So I'm but I don't already know trying. how to talk dirty without sounding. I'm already <laughs> trying. Like, what do you do? Like, do you watch a movie and then try to. We've already done emulate, it. No, no, not together, but like, do you just go get pointed like how a NFL quarterback, when they, after the game, they play, they go study film. Do you go pull up Tiana Trump's greatest hits and press play and you're like, all right, let me see what she's saying. And then you try to bring that back into your playing ground or your home field to get the home no, field advantage. No, because even watching it just sounds like even watching it irritates me, actually. Like, I actually prefer to what? probably watch it on mute because it's oh. like, it be like the noises just be irritating to me. It just mm. be sounding so fake. Oh, daddy. Yeah. And it's just like why y'all always gotta call him daddy like what's see, happening here but see now you know what you don't like so see you know what you don't like so don't do that so now incorporate your own spin on it so what do you like it's just I, 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 I'm I, not a fan so you just not, you I'm gonna, not a fan now you gonna try like that ain't your style uh -uh. Huh? fuck me <laughs> <laughs> if you say that the party's over cause I'm gonna say and I'm gonna start laughing that's what they be saying but they say it like they mean it. Don't say it like you just. Did. I'm gonna kick you out of the bed, <laughs> bro. You need to go to a wife's I can't club. Do what y'all be doing when y'all be going nah, out you the wife's have to group? Take this lingerie and then just yeah, call it a day. That. Take yeah, the lingerie and call it a day because no. I don't got no sexy words, no sexy <laughs> phrases for you. <laughs> you need to listen to sexy red then. What if you got? Ooh, take me to pound town. Take me to pound town. Come look at this pink pussy and this brown that's what I want to hear. That's what I. That's, that's really what I want to hear. If you say that, I'm not saying that. If you say it's that, crazy. You call me the two pump chump because that's all I got in me. If you tell that's me that, crazy. Pound town, take me that pound town. Yeah, let's go. Then I might hit the sexy red. That's one thing I got to talk about too before I'm on the switch gears. 
They're at homecoming. And no, no disrespect because I love the people that DJ, but I got to get you. I ain't hear no sexy red. I ain't hear no. I didn't want to hear sexy red, but there were some other people that I wanted to hear. I ain't hear no Meg the Stallion. I ain't hear no Lotto, no Cardi. Like, I really wanted to throw my ass to Bongos, and y'all just didn't catch the memo. I was disappointed. Like, I was disappointed. I got my DJ equipment. It wasn't no Drake. That's what I just said. It wasn't wasn't even no Beyonce. (laughs) They could. Beyonce there like, whoa. Bounce that there like, well, wait, this is barely heard Migos. Oh, you're right, you're right. Like, it was like uh, the, the, the 90s and the 2000s, man. And I love, love the guys, you know what I mean? But y'all tag me in next time. I'm current, I'm on my tunes, I'm up to date. So, you know, I just that's that's my only complaint, anyway. Didn't hear nothing from the love album. Ah, come on, man. No moments. I almost started the podcast with moments. That Justin Bieber slaps, by the way. If you are right now trying to figure out what you want to play tonight when you get your lady alone and y'all are talking dirty, just put on it off the grid. No Talk Chris Brown. No Breezy. What was playing? Anyway, we're not going to go into that. We're not going to go into that. But Summer then, Too Hot would have been a perfect song for their rooftop vibe. They may have, we came late. Okay. They may have played that, but if you played it that early, you missed because when we came, it was at it was at peak the climax. Yeah, it was at the climax. Was. Um, so you know, I don't know, but yeah, we. I thought about the dirty talk after we were talking about all that. I'm like, man, I don't think you talk. I don't say you. I don't think you say words during intercourse. I think you just make a lot. You don't really say anything. There's no verbal expression. You don't say anything. What are you supposed to? I don't think guys are supposed to like talk and 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 moan okay just, so you know. now it's not a conversation so now you just want the woman talking no, no, and y'all no. oh, just oh, sitting oh, here i will talk you know what i'm saying like i i do talk like give me a, but but you will start laughing and you said you've already <laughs> acknowledged that if i said something i know you <laughs> so i'm not gonna mess up the mood by saying yeah that's it give me that <laughs> thing it feels so i'm not gonna start doing all that because to her I'm going to be joking. Well, yeah, because he plays all day. You see what I'm saying? So why would I? I'm not going to incriminate myself. I just thought, yeah, that's it. It feels great. Throw this shit back. Yeah, that's how I like it. I ain't going to be doing all that because I know her. But if she, <laughs> but if she acknowledged that she wanted more of that, man, I'm about to go turn on. Uh, I don't know them. I don't know dude. Porn so now you got, so boy, now I'm about you to go turn, watch the video. Now you got to turn on porn to get inspiration of what to say. I mean, that's crazy. you don't have to do that, but I'm saying, like, if anybody knows, now you just ask for an knows. excuse to go watch porn. I don't need no excuse. You need an excuse. I mean, I'm not just watching it like that no more. <laughs> you know, back in the day, I told y'all Tasty Blacks was on rotation. Um, sure, I mean, not no more. I just, India, let me get a sample of that ass and you be ready to go. That's how I give it. That's my dirty talk right there. Give me a sample. You know, when you go to the mall and you want a sample, do it. You do it. You do it better than me. Coach your appropriate. No. <laughs> coach, coach your appropriate. Real no. Bad. See, they got a little toothpick and you be ready to smash that teriyaki chicken. Anyway, go ahead and let's get into the question that we received switching gears from one of the listeners. Now, we're going from silly to serious all in one 10 minute span. Long question. Oh, shoot. Okay. So there was one that we were supposed to talk about last week that oh, we didn't get to. This isn't <sighs> the one. We got another one 
Sorry. Over the weekend. Sorry. We're going to do that one. And I promise we're going to get to the serious question next week. Because I want to get that time and really talk about that. So I apologize again. It's on me. Okay. So my fiance and I have been together for two years. We have not planned the wedding yet. Um, been engaged for six months. Solely because there are red flags I see. Are these red flags enough to run or am I being selfish? Mm -hmm. He has a 17-year-old daughter. He often treats me like a child due to this. Maybe because he's used to raising her alone. Her mother passed away and his ex-wife was a jealous bitch in the beginning of our relationship. Took him a year to set boundaries with her. He also said sexual things to me in front of her. He slaps her ass as well. We both tell him this isn't okay. He laughs it off. He is proving he lacks maturity at 43 years old. I'm 36 and don't have kids. I have my dog. He's awful with finances. Still doesn't have his GED and lied when he said he was a Christian. The man never even heard of Moses before. I'm oh, worried no. I will be entering a lifetime of frustration. Been married Mount before. Sunny eyes. The burning been, bush. Been Talk married. To him. Hush. We've been married before and don't want to make this mistake again. You should absolutely run. I'm scared. I'm concerned. Because why is her daddy slapping her ass? Yeah. I don't That's like. Wild. And the daughter's saying that she doesn't like it. Yes, there you go. There you go. And he's still doing it. What Boundaries. are we even talking about here? Yeah. Um, and he says sexual things to you in front of his daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, are you not concerned? You should leave. Mm -hmm. You could potentially have a baby with this man mm. and bring him into some shit. Or her. Or her. You, know, you don't want, it sounds like you don't want the her. <laughs> yeah. As far as the baby would go. This is weird. It's creepy. Creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> it's creeped um, out. You should absolutely run for the hills. I absolutely would not marry him. Also, the lies, you know, if he only has a GED, but he has a career for himself, he can support himself. That's fine. That's cool. I We know people with GEDs for who sure. are successful sure. business owners. Like, you know, they have made a very good life for themselves. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but he's horrible with his finances. Bingo. And at the age of 43, as a grown man. Talk about it. You can't afford to be terrible with your finances. Yeah. When you have a family to provide for. Yeah. And then what was the last thing she said? It was it was one more thing she said that I was like, he lied. He lied about being, being a, Christian. a Christian. Moses. Is that a deal breaker for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If right. if um if your religion, your spirituality is important to you, mm -hmm. he's not going to become a Christian <clears throat> because you're telling him to, or because you want him to. That's a fact. Again, he's forty three. He's probably more ways. than likely already set in his ways. Yeah, yeah. And as somebody who has been married before, you know, better. you do not want to go into a second marriage that could potentially be worse than the one you left. But you know better. That's why you wrote that question. I feel like I feel yeah. like you already know you you have marked the red flags. It, are these red flags? Absolutely. Like you've already called them out at this point. Now that the red flag have been raised up the flagpole, what do you want to do? What's bigger than a, a red flag? Uh, Whatever's bigger than the red flag is what this that situation blue, that is. That blue lives matter flag. If you see that blue lives matter flag flying, that's bigger than the red flag. <laughs> it is. No, it's not. She is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I told y'all. I told you. <laughs> 
That's why they we that's why that's why we didn't record last week. I'm not gonna have it. It was Sinus and Big Bit. No, it wasn't. Okay, anyway. We just didn't have time. Like we really just didn't have time last week. Anyway. Stick to the script. I don't think you need any more red flags. I don't think you need to ask anybody else about this. All right, let, let me say something. If you love him. What? Let me get done. <laughs> if you love him and you feel like there is potential for him to flip. Because how long did she say? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. How long did she say they've been together? How long did she say they've been together? Because I got more questions. Like two me. years? Well, they said in the beginning. Two years. Within the two year span. When did he start? Uh, when, when did you start seeing this behavior? Because if you saw within the first three months and you stuck around, shame on you. We're but, whoa, whoa, whoa. But if he masked these behaviors within that whole first year, tied you in, got you feeling like you were the only one, which you are, according to this, but got comfortable, mask off like future. He started slapping booties. He started talking crazy. Told you he didn't know who Moses was. I'm going to say, listen, man. And he treats her like a child. Treat me like a child. I'm going to say, listen, bro. All that is not what I signed up for. And I think it's best for us to cut ties now. While we aren't married, we don't have any kids, and we can just sail off into the sunset. And because these, you seem honestly, like a catch. These sounds like horrible things for somebody that's only been. So that means y'all are y'all been together for two years. Y'all been engaged for six months. Yeah, that's why. Like these are horrible things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you start doing that with kids, you can't. No, man, I, I'm never slapping my daughter on no ass. I don't give a damn. I'm not gonna even spank her on the booty. I don't even want her to misconstrue what's going on. Like this crazy. And it, even my son is five. If he were to tell me that I don't like that shit, it's over with. Like we, you ain't got nothing else to say to me. Like all right, cool. You don't like that, then we're not going to do it. If I'm doing this hair to, to a certain type of way, I don't like the way you're doing my hair. Well, bet. Let's figure out another way to do it, or you do it. So I think that you should respect people and take people as they are. He's showing you everything you need to you. He lacks boundaries. He's immature. He He's not stable. Um, Your values don't align. That's what I want to get to. There we go. You, Come on. He's you 42. don't need us to tell you to leave him. He's like, 43. He's 43. And he's doing all these things. It's one thing to be childish and playful um, in a and still be mature when it comes to handling your household and your finances. But if you just out here being childish and you, yeah, your, your bank account is childish or you um, are not taking care of your business as far as the home front, and that's not cool. Like, you got to start putting priorities <laughs> on what you deem important. And I, I think, don't really have nothing to say I about this. Too I many mean, red flags. Too yeah, many. yeah. This, this, this is crazy. Yeah, too many. But like I said, the heart wants what the heart wants. And no, you need to, you have to, you moving forward with this, I feel like, would be you settling. Yeah. When you settle, for sure, for sure. you lack self-worth. So you, in this situation, you put yourself first and get out. But I like what you said earlier, too. Thinking about you guys having a child together. It's big. It's a big thought. It's something you got to think about. And then if that's something you want. Right. And then going back to religion, tying it all in. If you believe if you are a Christian, which sounds like you are and 
Christmas is your thing. Christmas might be your jam. But when it comes time for Christmas, you decorating everything, you have holiday cheer, and he's not. Imagine the argument that's going to spark. So to avoid all that right now, man, I'm out the dope. Same thing Jeezy should have done with Jenny Mai. But we'll talk about that in a second. But what I'm saying to you right now is recognize you recognize the flags already. What you going to do? I'm saying head for the heels. Get out while the getting is good. Explain to him what you explained to us and let that be that on that. You smack it. Man, you smack your daughter on the ass. I'm uncomfortable. You keep doing it. She's uncomfortable. You run around talking about what you want to do to me sexually in front of your daughter. She's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable, but you keep doing it. You lied to me. You told me you got 50 grand in your, in, in your checking account, but you got 50 bucks. I'm out of here, bro. I got to go. I got to do it for me, for my sanity. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. So I hope we help you. I know that was a short help you, but I hope we did. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that there's, like I said, this is really not, not much more that I could say other than the fact that the whole situation just seems very strange to me. And I don't, like I said, I don't think you need to ask anyone else whether or not you should get out. You know you should get you out. You already know the vibe. Your gut is telling you that you need to run for the hills. You don't need anybody else's validation for that. And kudos to you for recognizing it. Because, like, in some situations that we've seen recently, like I just mentioned, Jeezy and Jenny Mai, they are now filing with he, Jeezy, Young, filed for divorce because... Their values, rumored, allegedly, did not align. You've already pointed out that your values don't align at the end of the uh, message when you said he's not a Christian and you are. If your values are not aligned, it's going to be hard. I'm telling you right now, if Halloween is coming up, what if we talk beforehand? What if we didn't talk beforehand, before we got married? And then it's time to celebrate Halloween. She's like, nah, I ain't with it. And I'm like, man, why not? Like, I'm, I want to celebrate Halloween. That's going to be a thing in the household. And that's going to be a lingering thing. Christmas comes up. Same situation happens. Boom. This shit continues to carry over. I'm telling you right now, it does. It doesn't get easier. We still argue. She and I about Capri Suns. I'm not letting it go and she's not either. But that's a small thing compared to this. But it's still similar, right? Like we should have talked. Maybe this, I'm being real. Maybe we should have talked about, but we, you know, we just sort of learned. I mean, you just kind of you. you just, we were Tahitian trees with together. that kind of stuff. You just evolve over yeah. time. Like I just recognize that we need to eat healthier, and somebody's yeah, yeah. still holding on to their childhood. But I'm you know, my child to have his childhood. That's all. You I'm can saying. have a childhood without up. eating garbage. Anyways, we're it, not going to do that. It's not right about now. us right now. Okay, it's about <laughs> you. Try to help the world. But no, but, but seriously though, so like with, with that, do you feel like that before somebody gets married, even before they get before they get engaged, mm -hmm. should they talk about these things like value, like family, who's gonna go where for the holidays, what we're gonna do for the holidays, what do we yeah. believe in? And everything else checks out. We love each other. You're the perfect person. Finances are in order, but our values are not aligned. Would there be a deal breaker? Could we work? Could we make that work? How would you make that work? Yeah. Um, so I mean, that technically could have been a deal breaker for us. That's a fact. Talk about um, because he. So Christmas has always been super important to his family. Mm -hmm. It's like a huge thing. 
for his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and my family is just different. And I mean, now that I'm older, I think it's also some, you know, trauma tied to it. Um, but his family, like they go above and beyond every year. They got all these gifts and it's just so much stuff. It's kind of overwhelming for me because I didn't grow up with it. I didn't grow up with all of these gifts. Hell, so we were lucky to get a tree mm-hmm. growing up. You know what I'm saying? So um, when we first got together, had we started going to my family's house for Christmas, beer would have been traumatized. Greatly disappointed. Because we just don't get down like that. We just spend time with each other. And it's like, if you can afford to get a gift this year, great. If you can't afford to get a gift this year, also great. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's just how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also wanted to spend every single holiday with his family. And I said, we're not spending every single holiday with his family. So for a couple of years, I just left him and went to my family's house and he went to his family's house. Cause that was something that I wasn't going to bend on. That's real. But, um, that, but that was fine. And, and we then both as we got further into our relationship, he finally realized, okay, we're going to have to split the holidays. Um, so we started doing Thanksgiving with my family and we've talked about this before, but Thanksgiving with my family has always been a big deal. That's like the one holiday that everybody comes together. You know, none of my grandmother has passed away. I, was I don't about know to what it's going to look like. I was going to ask um, you after the pod, but let's get to it. No, I don't know what that's going <laughs> to look like. Uh, our family dynamics are changing as shit. And shifting. We've lost both made like we've lost both matriarchs on both sides of my family within like two years. Is any so, now the matriarch? I don't <laughs> know. Well, I mean, my mama would be next in line. Your mama might would just come with us. My mama it's my girl. We tight. It's game. So, um, again, now that we are getting older and all of our family around us is getting older, we have the kids. I would imagine, like right now, we're still traveling for the holidays. But I would imagine in probably like the next five or so years, next we're going to be hosting the holidays. Give me the next two. Yeah. like we And, and then, again, we can't keep packing up. Like Christmas is pretty stressful now. Like, it used to be real, like, it used to be super easy for us. Like, just me and him, we grab our gifts, we get in the car, we go spend Christmas in Mississippi, but now we got the kids. <laughs> and we can't pick up all the gifts, take it to Mississippi, come back with twice as much as what we came with. You That's know what I'm fact. saying? That's a fact. That's a um, fact. So that kind of stuff just takes takes time. But that was, like, a big issue that we had in the beginning of our relationship before we got married, before we got engaged. It is what it is, yeah. Like that was something that we knew. I mean, like we struggled with that for probably for, for about two, three years. Yeah. About two, three years. Yeah. But had we known that prior to, then would that have been a deal breaker? I don't think it would have been. I don't think it would have been a deal breaker. Um, I think we would have set the um, foundation sooner, right? Yeah. So we would both know. And that's what I think a lot of us miss out on. Like, setting the foundation and setting the, the guardrails on your relationship immediately. Like, listen, man, I love my family. I'm going to see mine. You love yours, too. And it's okay for us to be a part some of the holidays. But let's also take the time to bring it back in together. I think that's the talk that we have to talk about yeah. before. Because I remember one year, um, Christmas came up 
And you drove to the I ship. was like, I don't yeah. want to come and spend Christmas with your family. Like, I don't want to wake up in Christmas with your family. Um, and he was like, well, I'm going to Mississippi to I'm digging the with my family. So I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, so I went to Atlanta. And I spent Christmas with my family. And his mom was like, is she really not coming? <laughs> they she was really it? feeling away because I didn't come. Feel away, feel away. Yeah, um, yeah. But it wasn't that I didn't want to see them. Mm-hmm. It's just I wanted to see my family. Um so I went to Atlanta and then after Christmas, like the next day, I got up and I drove to Mississippi to see his family um, since I had, you know, some time off. Drove to Mississippi to see his family. My girl had the H2 and, back um, then. I guess it was a good thing I did, child, because when I got to Mississippi, we went to the mile and then them folks, I guess he had talked to his folks about it, proposing oh, to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the year that he was home. I'm... <laughs> And Thank it could have been why he was like, why are you not coming home with me? Um, Shout to Cam. But I just wasn't having it. But I got up the next day, drove to Mississippi. And that day I got there, Miss Newsom was like, I want to go to the mall. I said, okay. We talking about values. We're not talking about your engagement story. She loves she love it so much. I do. That's why she's smiling about it. I do. Because he really had his whole family involved. Okay. I was bamboozled. Okay. Back to but, like I said, the holidays wouldn't have been a deal breaker for us. No, no, um, no. Another thing that we probably should have talked about is our belief in going to church. Like, <laughs> I knew that he shout out to Mr. Um, identified as a Christian because of his background. Whoa! And what? Don't say I identified as a Christian like I'm not. Like Ooh, I'm a Christian. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. I'm like a dim I, day. I knew, I'm not a Christian. I'm a dim day, man. What you I, mean? I knew that you know that he <laughs> identified as because my pronoun is Christian. Go ahead, I'm man. Keep identified as because he wasn't necessarily <laughs> living like one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was in it. I thought I was in it. If, if you listen to the podcast, you <laughs> anyway. Know what I'm I knew he believed in God. That was important to me. I knew he believed in God, um, but he did not want to go to church. And that was important for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And we talked, I I, I think, I don't know if we talked about this before, but look at me talking on the side of my mic. Anyways, Mm -hmm. so our generation of people like millennials, we don't go to church. I also read a study recently where they say that as you have kids, millennials are starting to go back to church. It's a fact. It's a fact. Um, but there is a period of time between like marriage and not having kids. Yeah. And whenever you decide to get married and settle down and have kids, yeah. like we don't go to church. Oh, and I know why too, because on Saturdays when you in college, you hit it hard. Um, it's tough to get up on a Sunday, but God knows. <laughs> Also, a lot of people have bad experiences from church growing up and how the church always felt judgy Mm-mm. to us. Um, the cattiness, the, the judgment, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that for me, church was like a savior for me. Right. And that didn't, you know, a lot of people don't have that story, but 
I grew up in church, but I also had a very chaotic home life. So I was as involved as I possibly could be when I went to church. That was a very happy place for me. Mm -hmm. When I was in church, I was in choir, couldn't sing a lick. I was on a dance ministry. I was the um, youth representative on the church board. Like, I did as much as I could. That was a safe space for me. <laughs> so I've been looking for that. You can find it. Here. You can find um, it. Don't well, blame me. I've been me. looking for that for the past couple of years. But I don't think we had that same experience in church. Like, yeah, I don't in think church? you grew up. My grandma lived by church. I understand you grew up in church. Yeah. But I don't think you enjoyed it to the extent that I did. Because uh, if it was something that you enjoy, I don't think it would be like pulling teeth to get you to go. Man, I mean, I ain't trying to be no pastor or nothing, but yeah, I enjoy church. Yeah, what you think I do? Man, be honest. You're I not did. being honest. You're not Listen, being bro, honest. When you were a kid, you went to church <laughs> for the fellowship of your peers. I'm not going to church understanding the word as a child. So, of course, I wouldn't like entertain as I would be watching Rugrats at 10 years old or Eight years old, but yeah, I enjoyed church when I got older. You're not supposed to be entertained. But I think that's also important. I think I think that's why it's also important uh, to find churches who have a good children's ministry. Yeah, um, we didn't have no children's church. Yeah, so I was in real he, church. He had a small town, or he grew up in a small town, and right. your church, like y'all, just all sat. In the, the sanctuary same, together. Exactly. So I didn't have to do that. I didn't start sitting in the, you know, sanctuary with the adults until I, it was like probably closer to 11th or 12th grade. So once again, two different um, experiences. But at that point, I understood what the pastor was saying. And I, you know, at that Whoa, point I was. I understand what the pastor is saying. I understood. I was forming my own relationship with God at that point. Girl, you were not forming your own relationship with no 10 years old. What? Yes, you can. If you if you teach a child, <laughs> I believe you. I'm that just, I'm podding. Go ahead. Anyways, so that is why we have had such an issue with going to church. Now, I will say this: he's been going to church here recently. Like he loves it, and um, I love you. Yeah, he doesn't love <laughs> church. <laughs> he doesn't love church. <laughs> I love the Lord. Let's get that straight. But shout out to Mr. Mickles. If you know, you know. Mr. Mickles got the Bible on tap. Ask him anything. He gonna put it out there. Anything, any relationship concern you have, he has the biblical knowledge to apply to your circumstances. I said, Mr. Mickles. I'm putting my man Bennis out there. But anyway, just know, he knows everything about the Bible. So I'm like, man, if I know the Bible, I'm just going to church just to kind of get a refresher, just kind of brush up. So that's why I started reading the Bible. And uh, for uh, listen to the question, tell that man to read numbers, man. Find everything he needs to know about Moses and the military. But anyway, neither here nor there. However, I love you. So because I love you, I'm going to church. That doesn't necessarily mean I don't love church. That means that I know my wife values going to church. So I'm going to value it too. I ain't got to love it. I ain't got to be in there, you know, looking at it like the Patriots versus the Eagles or something like that. Shout out to the Pats. But I am going to go to church and I'm going to give it my all. And but I'm going to be me, in tune and I'm going to listen. 
So for me, it's important that we go together as a family. Yeah. Because I grew up where a lot of times my dad did not go to church with us. Like we would just get up and go. If he wanted to go, he would come. But <laughs> it was rare. Like I have very few memories of my dad coming to church with us. And the times that he did come to church with us, something happened on that day that made those times extremely distinct in my memory. Damn. And I won't go into to those things, but I've always wanted a relationship where we went as a family. Let me ask you a question. Real because fast. I, I think Keep going. sometimes I think that you know how important it is for you know children to see you doing things. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's definitely important for your kids to see you doing things that as a family and do, doing things as a family together that you enjoy. Like they can see you doing stuff as a family all the time. Like you know what I'm saying? I, if you don't enjoy it, that's going to be evident as well to a child. And I want our children to grow up with their own relationship with God, so that when they leave us and times get hard, and they will, they know who to go to. They know who to find comfort in versus vices out in this world. Talk to them. So because I already had their foundation before I left my home, when times got hard, I knew to pray. Mm. I knew where to go to. Like I knew how to recenter myself. That's what I want for our children. Said the Lord's prayer. Come on, girl. Give it to them. Question. Can two people who have different religious beliefs be in a healthy, sustainable relationship? I think they can with a lot of work, but I think it's confusing if you have children. Okay. Okay. Because you, you keep saying it's important to see your kids. Um, it's important for your kids to see you guys go to church as a family. What if I don't necessarily have the same religious beliefs as you do? What if I'm Jewish and you're Christian? So we're going to have somebody on the podcast um, it Jewish? just came up. No, this oh. just came to my head. But the reason why I want to have this person on the podcast because I want to view it from a like from a child's perspective. Bear has a cousin who um, her parents are married, and one of uh, her mom is a Jehovah's Witness, and her father is not. Oh, and so I want to have her on the podcast. <laughs> it's my first cousin too. Like, yeah, this is first cousin, and I think she would do it. But yeah, she, she I want to have her on the podcast so that because I want to know how that experience and looking at the two of them yeah. affected, you know, her beliefs in religion and, you know, things like that, because she is not a Jehovah's Witness. Mm -mm. She chose not to be one. My auntie, the Jehovah's Witness. And I don't know she was talking about my auntie right now. My auntie um, used to send gifts like two or three days after Christmas and they, they would always make sure they got to us after Christmas and they never called them a Christmas gift. It was like a gift um, of just love because. or just because gifts. So they found a way around it and I'll let her tell you about it. Maybe something I'm missing because she grew up with her. My uncle, my blood uncle, um, he He's a different person. Like he's like me. So yeah, she's gonna let y'all figure that out. Yeah, he's like, man, fuck it. I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Uh, and he came to Mississippi, but I'll let her tell y'all. But yeah, she did grow up. Well, yeah. maybe we should interview both of them. My uncle? Yeah. Man, I'm finna, finna have cuz on. He might come. He probably I do think it he real. would do it. it makes my he's mama. a fool though. Yeah. But I 
like I said, because we're not in that situation, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to, you know, say what I would do or what I think is right. I think the two people that have different religious beliefs can be together with a lot of understanding, but they also have to have a lot of compromise, and you just got to work on it. I don't think it'd be easy. I don't think it'd be, yeah. I think the values would be crazy, but. Circle it back and tie it all together. So, you know, you always see those like memes on social media and it's like, this is hard and this is hard. Choose your heart. It's like with. Uh, exactly. With. So one of the things I always see is um, eating healthy is hard, but being obese is hard. Choose your heart. You know what I'm saying? It's like very extreme. Certain, it's somewhere in the middle. You can go with that. But. <laughs> right. Right. Or like um, exercising is hard and uh, living with chronic health issues is also hard. Choose your heart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Losing the pound. When it comes to stuff like that, that's something that you know is going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and with marriage, we've we've always said, like, there are certain parts of marriage that are hard, that are going to be hard that you have to work through. Um, choose your so heart. in that case, for me, I, I probably wouldn't choose someone with with a different religion than me. That would to have say. to be um, one of those values that align for me. The only heart I choose is the one that's in the bedroom. Um, India, <laughs> thank you for all that. Now, with all this being said, Jeannie and Jeezy, one of their biggest discrepancies, allegedly was having family members move in with them on the next episode of She and I. We're going to talk about when my sister-in-law moved in with us for about a year. Until then, (laughs) tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. uh, Tap in with me this week uh, for Pilates. You know okay. the vibes. She and our podcast everywhere. Be love nineteen eleven everywhere. If you made it this far, head on over to YouTube. If you're listening and subscribe, the visual vibes are definitely in the building. Give me two weeks, I promise. Different camera angles are coming. I'm getting tired of looking at the same camera. I want my own camera right there, and I want her to have her own camera right there. Coming soon, two weeks, I promise you. Give me about a month. It's going to be a whole new set design. But in the meantime, between time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I'm, I'm out. out.